Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Today Web 3. This is our weekly review, and I am going to be talking about the news of Wednesday, May 24th where Ron DeSantis said that if you elect Joe Biden to be president, Bitcoin will die. And he said that everybody has the right to do Bitcoin. And this is from his Twitter space campaign launch. A lot of stuff to be said about that. This is a crypto show. I'm not going to be going into all of that, but it was special. Let's just say very special. Um, but remember, Ron DeSantis has been pioneering and very taking a very clear stance about being anti-CBDC or central bank digital currency. As you know, my position on central bank digital currencies, it is a tool that could open the door to many privacy violations and right violations because the technology is going to be very, very um, universal, used, uh, transparent, and programmable where they can spy, where the government would have a tool to spy on your purchases, cut you off of your funds, uh, your data is just going to be tracked by many companies and bought and sold all over the place. It is a very, very scary technology if you value privacy and uh, your your money, to be honest with you. And so DeSantis has taken a very clear step or stance on anti-CBDC. And he also said if he's, pre- if he's president, he will not allow a CBDC to roll out. But I do want to push back a little bit of that because here's the thing. A lot of governments are going to be rolling out CBDCs. And if we're advocates in this crypto space using blockchain technology and so on and so forth, um, we understand that the transparency, the speed of settlement, the ability to move funds at the speed of life across the globe with blockchain technology is exactly what we need from our, our money. So if the United States dollar is a global currency and it's not going to be a digital dollar in some way uh, or a central bank digital currency, uh, how are we going to be competitive with countries that are going to be rolling out this technology or their digital dollars or digital currency with blockchain tech backing it? And so we need to find a common ground. We need to find a mutual or ground that protects people's rights at the same time, uh, making sure that our digital dollar is competitive with other currencies around the globe. Now, I understand that once the cat's out of the bag, but the cat's already out of the bag, <laughs> the technology exists and they understand, the governments understand the benefits and the abilities and the tools that they are going to have to um, 
have surveillance and you know tax and cut people off of funds and so on and so forth so there has to be a balance reached i think or else we're going to fall behind in, in technology so to be anti-cbdc is a good stance however we have to figure out a way to be competitive if we're going to be the global reserve currency what do you think please leave a comment below speaking of governments china is launching a government back metaverse platform and it's going to be rolling out in Nanjing. And Nanjing is going to be trying to generate around $19.1 billion by the close of 2025 in extra revenue from their city-backed, government-backed metaverse. Shanghai is doing the same. They're going to try to get around $50 billion of revenue by 2025 from this. Now, what are they going to be doing with this government-backed metaverse? Well, they are going to be rolling out um, healthcare, tourism, sightseeing, historic landmarks. Uh, other recreations, and so on and so forth. Basically, anywhere you can go in the physical, they're going to try to do it also in the digital and charge you for it. Fahrenheit, they won the bid to buy Celsius's digital currency. How much? 450 to $500 million worth of di liquid digital assets. Now, yes, I just brought this in there because Fahrenheit and Celsius, the two different companies named after temperatures, this is... This is real. This is a thing. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coinbase's Layer 2 base prepares for mainnet launch with no plans to issue a token. Very smart. Don't issue a token. You see how the SEC is going to be... All up, in, all up in your business saying that you just launched a security. So don't do it. The first phase of base on the mainnet will be mainnet genesis, after which developers looking to deploy apps on the layer 2 will have a window to do so on the mainnet. Base is built on the same code base as Optimism. It's a layer 2 of Ethereum. Um, and Coinbase is really rolling this out because they want to see the next million dApps created using this and uh, Ethereum's layer 2 and base to get the next billion users in basically they're saying we need to build something use useful and encourage people to start using this tech speaking of building something useful i can tell you something that is not useful anymore <laughs> the trezor t because a cybersecurity company just hacked into it it's a hardware wallet that stores your crypto and it just got hacked so here's the video of them doing it they documented the whole thing but i'm gonna kind of narrate a, lot, a little bit of it here um, cybersecurity startup Unciphered claims that they're able to hack into the popular Trezor T model hardware wallet manufactured by Satoshi Labs. And what they did was they extracted the PIN code, but there's some confusion on how vulnerable this actually is. This was a six-digit PIN. I'll get into that in a little bit. 
And what they did was able to brute force the six digit pin, then extract the seed phrase and basically uh, your, your crypto is gone. And all Trezor wallets, they said, have this vulnerability. You cannot update this with firmware. If you have a Trezor wallet, you're kind of, the, you're, you can be hacked this way. If somebody grabs your physical wallet and actually has the skills to do this, which not many people do, but then is it possible to get your hardware into your hardware wallet? Um, however, this is talking about the six digit code. They brute forced your six digit pin. If you used eight, 10, 12, I heard that Trezor T can go up to 20 digits. Uh, this is going to change the whole game. So brute forcing a four, four digit pin or a six digit pin is going to be a lot easier than an eight. So use more digit pins, but it's still possible to brute force. There's no fix to this. They're going to just have to roll out new hardware. And remember, one of my biggest points was this is the CEO of Ledger with the whole Ledger recovery phrase. Everybody was like, oh, no, Ledger is going to be vulnerable. Well, the CEO was a little bit arrogant, in my opinion, and said, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying like, oh, sure, it'll be hacked in the next 12 months. He said, let's see. The company has six million devices on the market. It has never been hacked, never been compromised, and has no back doors, which basically for anybody who wants to achieve this as challenge accepted, it's a whole group of people, smart people, and they're just going to be trying. Everything will be hacked eventually. So um, it's only a matter of when, not if, but when. And it reminds me of, I've been reading the Three Body Problems series. And in the Death's End, the last book, there was a quote that reminds me of this statement. And it says, weakness and ignorance are not the barriers to survival, but arrogance is. And I felt that the statement was very arrogant and with making statements like that, I hope they survive. Uh, but remember, the recovery product launch was paused. Um, but now I think that a lot of people are going to try to break into the ledgers. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. But eventually, they will. Everything will get hacked eventually. And unless you keep making updates and improving the tech. And I hope they are. And also on Wednesday, Shaq finally got hit with his subpoena. FTX was trying to, well, I'm sorry, one of the people were trying, one of the lawyers were, was filing a class action lawsuit, and they were trying to go after all the influencers that ever promoted FTX or had affiliations with FTX. Well, you know, they had BitBoy, they had a lot of financial YouTubers, they had um, a lot of movie stars and celebrities, and Shaq was one of them, and Shaq has been very slippery for the past months and never got served with this notice. They finally got him. They finally got him. And he was broadcasting an NBA game at what was once Miami's FTX arena. Almost no better place to serve him papers, right? I think it's hilarious. Anyway, that was Wednesday. Click here or here for more weekend reviews, and we will see you in those.